This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to Friday's edition of Double Tap. It is the 12th of May 2023 and it's time to go through your feedback and also ask the question, why do blind people wear sunglasses? Hey, you're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Uh, the penultimate episode before the uh, train oh, arrives. So, yes, the train is on its journey right now, making its way through Vancouver. It'll be oh. heading through uh, Manitoba oh. into uh, 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 Moose Jaw. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yellow Knife. Uh, Lock Jaw. Uh, and... <laughs> oh, my God. We are terrible people. Hello, um, Canada. Hello, Canada. Do you still love us, Canada? Do you still love us? Please write in and tell us you love us. I liked the A on the end of your intro there, Stephen Scott. That was very Canadian. Oh, that, yeah, well, that's a very, I think Scottish people. A? Yeah, <laughs> Scottish people and Canadian people, we have... It's different. The only difference is that it sounds much nicer when a Canadian person says it. When yes. Scottish people... You know, if you say, if in Canada it's like A, whereas in Scotland it's A. Yeah. yeah, more aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. You imagine a fight is about to break out at any given second. <laughs> and that could be in a nursery. You know, you <sighs> honestly it could be anywhere. Come to Scotland. <sighs> it's great. It's the best place in the world if you love rain and fighting. Oh, lovely. And whiskey. Uh yeah. You know, it's basically it's got every single aspect of grief covered. Wow. Okay, this is this has is gone that, dark that, all of a sudden. Hang on, I'm just checking with the Scottish tourist board. Is that is that good? Yeah, that sums up, I think. Oh, well, well done. They're happy with that. They're all drunk. They don't care. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. It is Friday, and uh, we've got feedback. Oh, it's feedback, feedback Friday. Friday. Oh, do you know what? I, I heard that uh, the boss is on holiday. By the way. Yes, God bless you, Mr. F. Have a good so, holiday vacation yeah. thing. So sorry, listeners, but this might get a bit wild. Um, oh. Yeah, well, you know, the, the cat's away, the mice will play. Yeah. Three blind um, mice, uh, something. Hey, listen, uh, why do blind people wear sunglasses? It sounds like a joke, doesn't it? A blind guy walks into a no. bar, you know, says, ouch. You know, that kind of stuff. It's like you're expecting, <sighs> you're expecting a joke here. Um, this is something that was actually put up by our wonderful team. We have a team, by the way, of social media people. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. It's, it not just, it's not just me sitting on you know Twitter all night <laughs> posting stuff. That's not how it works. Ah, we've got a team behind a team us. Hello, team. You're doing a great job, probably. <laughs> not that he would know, because he never reads anything. He never checks it. He's got no idea. I've got faith in them. I don't need to check up on them. Well to, done, team. I have to change the uh, temperature in here, because my uh, my air oh. conditioning is set to, I think, furnace. Air conditioning? Look at him. It is, it is set to furnace. I'm telling you, it is so warm in here. I'm it falling asleep. It's warm in the shed. I have the fan on here. Hopefully oh. you can't hear it. But yes, it's summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. As I believe... Uh, um, who said it? DJ Jazzy Jeff, wasn't it? Ah, of course he did. And Drums, the, the French please. Prince. Not the French Prince. The, the French, French Prince. <laughs> Ooh la la. Yeah. Oh, summertime? With summertime. Okay, French, that, was t- that was terrible. That was French. Hello, hello French Canadia. <laughs> okay, that's, that's another section of the audience gone. Goodbye, France. Um, so, listen, this was an article that was put up. When did we start this? Uh, yeah, so there's an article put up called Why Do Blind People Wear Sunglasses? And it kind of goes into a lot of the reasons. And it's cool because it does cover one of the reasons that, listener Gordoner, Gordon, Gordon, Gordoner, what is wrong with me today? I need that to get this heating really sorted. It's not, it's not happening yet. It's really not. But I think that and the 800 degrees heat in here is not helping me at all. So, well, Gordon, oh, nice yeah. sleep. Uh, so, Gordoner says, uh, it seems to be part of the uniform. I have fewer collisions if wearing sunglasses because other people seem to think I'm not blind if I only use my long cane. Um. Yeah, I, I could see that happening, yes. Well, there's a lot in there. I mean, you, you kind of packed a lot into that sentence. Okay, so part of the uniform, um, yeah, I think there's a bit of that. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, there's this idea that if you're blind, you wear sunglasses, you have a white cane. Um, but, oh, I mean, it's not the case, right? But he then goes on to say that point about I have fewer collisions. Yeah, okay, that makes total sense. But people think I'm not blind if I only use my long cane. I've had this. And I think it's because if you in any way make eye contact with someone, 
Oh yeah, it's, never it's make like eye the, contact. They, they just immediately think you can see. Yeah. Now you, you know it's interesting. I've seen some debate on this online where people say, "Well, if you can see enough to make eye contact, you're not blind." I, I, I don't buy into that. No, but because sometimes you can make eye contact and have no idea you've made eye contact. Yes. And in my case, I actually found one thing that, that really was the most challenging thing for me growing up was trying to make eye contact with people with, with the vision I had because nystagmus does not let you easily make eye contact because no. your, your eyes are f- moving all the time. And if you're trying to force them to stay still, it just doesn't work. No, I, I, but it's one of those things, again, I spent a long time sort of playing into the blind thing because my mobility wasn't great because with RP, you know, you lose your peripheral. Well, not all the time, but generally you lose your peripheral and night vision. So there was a long time where I had some central vision, which was okay. I could make out faces Mm. and I could read headlines in a newspaper, but you start reading a newspaper somewhere in a waiting room and suddenly you're not blind anymore. And I'll be honest with you, I totally understand that. It can be confusing. Yeah, I I think that's it. We we don't kind of tend to see it from their point of view, right? No, it's totally understandable. How can you read? But, you know, it's either blind or not blind, right? And it's a case of, well, it's like I'm looking through a a straw. That's the amount of central vision I've got. But who needs to explain that? I think uh, sunglasses... Again, as an RPA, retinitis pigmentosa, for the longest time, I wanted as much light RP, as I could. RP, RP, poor no. hom, four men, ex-linked. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, for the longest time, I wanted as much light as possible because, yeah. you know, any dim, dim areas I go into, totally black, and I couldn't, it took me ages to adjust from light to dark. Mm. I never use sunglasses because it just... I wanted to use as much of the vision that I had. But now I've come to the point where it doesn't make any difference, really. I do use sunglasses, not all the time, but, you know, I, I do use them. And they do make a difference, not to the sight, it's nothing anyway, but to the way that people treat you. It is part of the uniform. I think yeah. that's right. I mean, you know, it depends. I, I, I think the best example of it is when I'm out with my wife, because she doesn't wear sunglasses. I mean, she will if she has to, or she really feels she needs to, but she's not going to wear them like a part of a uniform. I don't. I just I have real issues with light in any form. I could sit in front of a screen. I've got this Apple Studio display. I still have no idea Great why buy. I bought this. Well done. Best, best worst purchase. purchase ever. Uh, by the way, Apple Studio display for sale if anyone's interested, because honestly, I, I don't know why I have this thing. I, I don't want to get rid of it because it's so expensive and so nice, but it's yeah. completely pointless i may as well for the webcam i may as well (laughs) plugged in a sponge to my mac as i'm honest it would have been as much use to be perfectly honest Uh, (sighs) but you know it's interesting because that alone that screen sitting there is so bright and i have to constantly fiddle with the settings to it's one of those ones where the auto brightness just keeps bringing it back up Uh uh-huh so you get a blast of sunlight through the window and suddenly the the lights back up again Mm -hmm. Uh, i know you can adjust it but it's not easy on the mac it doesn't like to stay dark um well, there's the other reason, right? Photosensitivity. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's that's, that's my reason for sure. I, it's funny because I've really wanted to use the Envision glasses out and about. And just yesterday, finally, they arrived. Uh, I got these um, Smith Optics frames, which actually connect to the Google Glass, the Envision glasses, and it allows me to have a pair of sunglasses on, um, essentially with the Google Glass built on. So that is really cool. I can't wait to start using my Envision glasses properly. Yes, because uh, I can't use them you know outside. How to use them? Well, I do know how to use them actually. Oh, do I you? have been practicing at home, have and you? I'm going to try them, and even more so now with Ask Envision, which is using ChatGPT four. Oh, <gasps> fun and games! Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be great. I have to tell you, you know, it's funny. We were talking yesterday all about Google and and everything else. I do kind of get a little. I, I do get very envious of the Android people. I do. I get envious. Oh. No, I do because. Say it again. I get envious of the Android people because... Android people. (laughs) The little bin thing that they have as a logo is kind of cool. Um, It looks like a bin to me. I don't know what it is. It's a droid. Oh, a robot. Is that like Star Trek again, is it? Don't do it. Don't say pedal bin. It's a pedal bin talking to a tinfoil robot. The whole thing is nonsense. What, you like the logo? And they all have glow up. No, I'm not not participating in it. Stop it. fine. You prefer um, the uh, you, you prefer it over the Apple logo? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I love the Apple logo. Oh, well, which one is better? The Apple logo. 
Oh, okay. Fine. So but, why are you um, jealous? No, I'm jealous because of, I think that you get so much choice when it comes to Android. You can have any phone you want, loads of different options on devices. Uh, you get so much cool new stuff to try. Like you get the Fold. When are we ever going to see an Apple Fold phone? It's going to be five years minimum. Do you it's want just not going to be anytime soon. I know, but it's not the point. The point is you yeah, can try these things. You can yeah. have a go and try all these different tools. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the accessibility thing, it feels like, you know, Android is kind of, I'm getting the feeling that Android is, is getting to where accessibility is now kind of similar to what Microsoft did. You know, for a long time, it was just kind of pedaling along. All it wasn't right. brilliant. And now it's starting to ramp we'll up. switch over then. Every <sighs> iPhone user comes to that point where they say, you know what, I'm bored i'm bored with the same phone design all the time i'm yeah. bored with that springboard the the home screen i'm bored of it i'm gonna try android try it see how you get on well i am trying it and so are you in fact actually back. in fact yes on that point i need to get the name of this app right but there's an app i, I put out a question to the lovely people of mastodon i think on to twitter as well and um i was asking people about you know that's if, if soundscape is going what is going to replace it? Is there anything currently? We all want something to replace it. We all definitely, absolutely want something to replace it. But is there anything currently that is good enough that can take over? Oh. And um, I, I put this out and uh, getting lots of people saying, like, you know, Trenton says, I could see Google doing something, uh, though then I wonder how long that would last. If it did They've last forever, though. Three. Um, yeah, that's true. But, you know, it says here, um, you know, if it did last forever, I could see. It being maybe part of Lookout, uh, though then Lookout would need an iOS version, although not necessarily because. Hang you on, know, what are we talking about? Lookout? No, we're talking about Soundscape, but you know maybe he's suggesting it could go into, or and be part of Lookout. You know, Soundscape could be sort of built into it. Essentially, I thought you were talking about WhatsApp. <laughs> How did I you totally get to mis- WhatsApp? I totally misheard you. That's why I said there's plenty of chat apps. They've done loads. Okay, oh Soundscape. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm so with glad you. you're with me on this. Uh, oh, wow. Also. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Lazario, is that it? Or is it, is it maybe Lazarillo, I think we're talking Lazarillo, about Lazarillo, the Spanish for guide dog. Lazarillo. Well, maybe it is Lazarillo. Yeah, it's the blind square uh, equivalent. I'm, try- I'm trying to make sense of this message here. Use it's your eyes. C- CNIB's version. And the oh, transit right. app for when I'm on the STM bus or metro. Right. Uh, this is from Mark, so that's interesting. Um Basically, no, says Lisa. Soundscape was basically an experiment done by Microsoft. There is no other alternative that does exactly the same thing as Soundscape does. I, I agree with that. I, so far, I'm fine. Nothing. Nothing. There's things that come close, but it just doesn't work quite as well. But then, all of a oh, sudden, I get this I mention. <laughs> I get this mention all of a sudden, and it, I can't find it. It's not here. Maybe it was on Twitter. I can't honestly can't find it. But it was. I think it was called Dot Walk or something. I'll need to look it up. But it, there's an Android version, um, which is similar, and 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 this particular person's experience even better than what Soundscape offered. But it's on Android, so I think we all have to shift to Android if this is good. But we'll we'll, te- we'll check it out. We'll, we're going to talk more about this in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to be joined by Becky Czar. Uh, who you might remember was on our Double Tap TV Town Hall special. She joined us in Regina, Saskatchewan, and we had a wonderful time talking to uh, Becky. Uh, But yeah, she's going to be joining us to talk about her feelings on this, and we'll be talking about some of these alternatives as well. And uh, hey, you never know, we might even have a demo by that point, because um, (gasps) this uh, this is something I want to try out. But anyway, getting back to the sunglasses point, because I was on that, you know, this whole thing about sunglasses... It is interesting that a lot of people do it, but you know, again, uh, Gordon brings up a really interesting point about the subject of audio sunglasses and how we can kind of build our tech into the glasses. And you know, that's something that we will probably see more and more of as uh, time goes by. You know, hint, hint, uh, WWDC. You know, not long to go. Fingers crossed, right? Um, but yeah, eyes crossed. Yes, absolutely. Eyes crossed. <laughs> Well, I permanently are. Hence, I need sunglasses as well. That's the third reason. If you feel self-conscious of your um, your eyes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's Thank true. You. That's a good right. reason yeah. to, to do that. Uh, okay, shall we get some feedback? Because uh, we get lots and lots of your feedback in. So um, will we start? Where will we begin? Oh, there's so <gasps> much. Just spin um, the wheel. Okay, let's spin the wheel and we'll land on... That's the sound of the wheel. Um, the turkey. It's a bit yes. of a dodgy wheel. Uh, Camille has been in touch Uh-oh. and uh, as always our emails are read by Laura 
On Saturday, May the 6th, you two told us that you are not advocating on behalf of the visually impaired community, that you are not advocates. I'm not saying that Double Tap is mostly about advocating, but that the advocating that you do from time to time is appreciated and well done. Maybe my definition of advocating is incorrect, mind you. When I hear either of you discussing the lack of accessibility of some piece of hardware or software, that in my mind is advocating. Hopefully one of your listeners has access to the hardware or software developer and can get them to make modifications to have an accessible item. Is that not a form of advocacy? When Stephen mentioned that he does not want to be recognised as Stephen the blind guy, I could not agree more. I am Camille first and sometimes I struggle because I cannot see as well as others. I am still Camille and I like to learn new things and that is why I enjoy the Double Tap podcast. Have a nice day. Camille from Regina. Oh, thank you, Camille. And thank you. I know you've got uh, doubts. Doubts, I say, Camille, doubts. about our uh, new format at the weekend. Uh, double tap I, doubts. Yeah, double tap doubts. That's a whole other... <laughs> that's just where you and I sit and... That's the meeting before we do the show. Or maybe it's yeah. the 10 minutes after the show when we say, was that any good? Was that any good? Should we do that again? Let's do it all again. Um yeah, it's it's an interesting um, point. I mean, I, I think when it comes to advocacy, I, I don't know. Maybe we are. Maybe we, we probably do in our role here. We do advocate in a way, but we're kind of just putting the word down, I guess, for ourselves, for you know, for the, the community who listen, who engage. And if it encourages you to go off and do something or try something or whatever it is, then that's great. That's absolutely a, a fantastic result out of this. But you know, I don't want us to be seen in that way I, I just i think maybe i did at the beginning and i know i did talk about it at the beginning and i used to talk in a lot of interviews about the show people would say you're an advocate and i used to say i suppose i am um but actually the more i think about it i just i, I think it's it's not about advocacy so much it's just about being honest it's just about telling our truth and our experiences and encouraging others to share theirs so it's not it's not all on us it's on all of you, you. as well <laughs> It's, you, it's not you, my it's fault. All on you. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, I just when I think of advocates, I think of of people out there that that really put themselves out in and motivational speaking and interact with companies directly and you know real movers and shakers out there. And I yeah, I think we just share our stories, right? I think that's that's what it is. But I appreciate it, Camille. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Greg also got in touch on the same topic. Hello. Regarding the question of whether to be an advocate or not, my advice is to be true to yourself. There are no other blind people in my normal daily life, although I know a few. However, my social circle is full of people who are social justice activists. As a young man, being an anti-war, civil rights, women's rights and disability rights activist came easy to me. It was considered cool, after all, in my 60s counterculture social group. It's become part of my nature to speak out and I'm not a shrinking violet. That's activism, and it's not for everyone, and I do get weary of it and take long breaks away from engaging in it just to relax and enjoy life. If you're not driven to support a cause, don't. Be true to yourself. But if people or situations are not giving you the opportunities you need, I urge self-advocacy as appropriate for the situation and your personality. I differentiate activism from advocacy and advocacy from being an ambassador. Like it or not, we as members of a very small minority are always ambassadors of the blind as most people just don't meet that many blind people. Mm. And Stephen, I hear many black people say they are tired of being asked to speak for all people of colour. It's just one of the realities of being a minority, whatever it is. Greg in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I can't disagree. As usual with Greg, I very rarely can disagree with what he says. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's the problem. I think it's the I don't want to be an ambassador is very different to well, you are anyway. <laughs> Tough, mate. You <laughs> yeah, are. You are. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's just a harsh reality of being blind. You're kind of just we're all almost like exhibits in a museum when we go for a wander. You know, it's like it's like what was that movie, yeah. Night at the Museum, when they all come to life at the Hey, dum dum. Yeah, Speak you for know yourself. What? Maybe, maybe we're just quibbling over terms and labels here: advocacy mm. or ambassador. Yeah, I, I suppose. But I think I think that's the the point I'm trying to make is I don't want to speak for everybody. I no, don't that's speak right. for everybody. I can't. I, well, I, I don't feel I got the right to speak to no. for everyone. But you're right. We do. We do represent because not many people have interactions with visually impaired people every day. So I don't. I don't feel a pressure to. But yeah, also, I, I but also, I guess I, I listened to, to Gary's email last week, and when we talked about this. 
And I kind of sometimes think there's a lot of people out there who don't want to and who also can't advocate for themselves. And you kind of feel on those, for those people, I want to be able to not speak for them, but just make them feel like someone's on their side. You know, I've had this a lot in my career. I've had people come to me and say, you know, you talk for people who, you know, I, I wouldn't say these things. I wouldn't even know where to start to begin to say them. I couldn't put them out there the way you do. So they want, they're almost glad I'm doing it on their behalf. And no, that yeah. I'm pleased about, you know, that yeah. I think, well, at least, you know, it's not the voice of the voiceless. I'm, I hate that phrase. You know, everyone has a voice, you know, in one way or another. You can have your say, whatever it be, whether it's written down or whether it be in, in verbally or otherwise. Yeah. Um, we all have the ability to, to say what we want to say. The problem is who's listening. And if we've got an audience, if people are listening, then, well, okay, we'll use it. We'll use this for good. Yeah, we're just in a lucky, very lucky position. Well, we're, the we're going to use it for evil. We decided not to. Yeah, yeah. Well, it may change. Double tap doubt. Who knows? Double tap doubt. Double tap evil. <laughs> That's a new show coming soon. Uh, hang on. Oh. oh, no, no, no. He's not happy with that. Oh, sh- no, don't. No, he's not evil. God bless you, Mr. F. Uh, right. Doug is here Umbrero to defend one. me. I like oh. this one. Hello, oh. Double Tappers. In support of Stephen, I would like people to stop criticising him about his reading habits and impatience with books. Mm-hmm. It is a well-known fact that the Scottish people have given the world some outstanding authors and orators of the English language. Oh. This love of language and reading drive them to find an author's intent and a book's deeper meaning. However, this can be all-consuming. This mm. sometimes creates distractions, causing a type of reader's block, which can result in difficulty finishing a book. This may help us understand Stephen's relationship with books and manuals. This does not stop the Scottish people from trying to pass on their love of reading to the upcoming generations, no matter the challenges. I am sure Stephen has just forgotten an enduring example of facing such distractions. I am referring to that famous YouTube video of the loving Scottish grandmother reading a story about a donkey to her grandchild. Best regards to the entire Double Tap team, Doug, Indiana, USA. And the case for the defence rests. Unbelievable. Is he your lawyer? What's going on here? I, I can't work out if he's... This is, how, this is how stupid I am. I can't work out if he's on my side or he's on your side. I, I don't know where he lands on this. If you are a lawyer, uh, can you be mine? Because I think that'd be brilliant. Uh, no, wow. I think he's making a strong defence for your uh, lack of interest in uh, books. And I wasn't attacking you on that, by the way. I no, no, barely no. read them either. But... Um, and I think, yes. that's, again, it's that, but this is exactly my point. You know, we, we hear one side of the story all the time. I think that's the problem. You know, because, like I said the other day about charity work, it's not, it's not, there's no issue with charity, but there's often a presentation of us as blind people out there. You know, we're always interested in audiobooks. You know, we only listen to the radio. You know, yeah. it's all this rubbish, and it's not true. I mean, it's Some not like, it's not true. I love radio. I, I don't mind radio. Actually, I quite like radio, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I... <laughs> I think that it's like the audiobook thing. That is almost like a, you know, why would you bother with television? Because clearly you just sit and read books all day. Yeah. No, and it's, that's it's not true, true right? Mm. There's loads of us who love books, loads of us who love cars. You know, it doesn't mean that you're... individual. I actually heard someone say, I remember when I worked at an organisation, at the RNIB, and... you know, they were, say it. They were, well, they were talking about advertising. You know, they don't, they don't have advertising on their radio station. And they said, you know, well, if we ever had radio, you know, radio advertising, we, we, we have to be very careful about what we put on there because we wouldn't want, for example, like, you know, car adverts and stuff. And I've had other people say oh, this yeah, since. Because we'd burst into tears, obviously. But I also think to myself, well, but that makes an assumption that all blind people, A, live alone or live with someone else who's blind. Yeah. I've got friends yep. of mine who will buy a car for their wife or for their husband. Have you? Or both. If oh. they, you know, so inclined. Um, but yeah, I've got a friend, I've, I've, a friend of mine who's totally blind. He loves buying his car. You know, he, he goes out and he picks it, he chooses it, he buys it. He sits yep. in it in the, the showroom. He gets all the information about it. He loves it. And, you know, he, he does that and his wife drives it, obviously. But doesn't mean he's not interested in it. Yeah. So no, you know, if he hears a, a car point. advert, he's not going to be going, oh, I'm blind. You couldn't How possibly play me you? a car advert. I'd be like, actually, okay, that's interesting. Didn't know they were on sale. You know, have it's we, just... Have we got car adverts coming up? Are you trying to soften yeah, the blow? Sponsored by Toyota <laughs> or someone else. I don't know. Um, Porsche. Well I, done. I, I try, if we, we were a car, cars. If we were a car, what would we be? I'd be a Ford Terrible. 
That's what it would be. Ford Terrible. That'd be us. What was that massive car we drove around in in uh, Regina? Oh, I have no idea. It was like that some was kind of ridiculous. I, I needed I a ladder we to get out of it. I thought we were going to pick up, uh, you know, wood chippings along the way or something. It, just, it was so big. <laughs> Very nice, though. Thank you, Mark. Yes, indeed. <laughs> God bless you, Mr. A. Hey, yes. Um, Right, Elliot's been in touch. We're talking audio description now, I think. Hi again. Following my rant the other day, I thought I'd just follow up with some positives. I don't want to become known as Negative Elliot. From an email you had last (laughs) week, I thought I'd check on iTunes in the UK to see what James Bond films have audio description and I was pleasantly surprised to see AD listed for pretty much all of them. In fact, the only two that didn't seem to have AD were Daniel Craig's Casino Royale... Which is a shame, as I think that's great. And Sean Connery's comeback, Never Say Never Again, which personally I'm not so bothered about, but each to their own. (laughs) Great to see all these films having AD added, though. I also noted on the ITVX Apple TV app that there is now an audio-described category. The homepage is still pretty inaccessible, unfortunately, but at least AD having its own Uh. category is something. Mm. I can't currently see an audio-described category on Amazon Firestick, however. No. Elliot from A Cloudy and Thunderstorm Expectant, Pool. Oh, that's exactly like my weather today, yeah. Same thing. Good. I'm described. Audio described. It's nice to see that the James Bond, the classics, are audio described. I'm quite surprised that Casino Royale with with old Danny Craig isn't audio described, because that's really recent. Well, not really. um, It's one of the newer ones. So when you Always, say that and you realise it's like 15 years old. You know? well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it really, uh, yeah, it, it really surprises me when the newer um, movies aren't. I always expect the older films, you know, back in the 70s or anything, not to have audio description. But um, yeah. Do you know what I would love? There. Do you know what I would absolutely love? What would you love? I would love an audio channel. Don't care about visuals. I just want oh. an audio channel that plays audio described shows all day. Oh, I wonder if anything like that's ever existed. Hmm. Hmm. Couldn't Couldn't possibly say. Couldn't possibly say. But I'll tell you this, it doesn't anymore. And it could really do with... Coming back. Coming back. <coughs> Come on. We miss you. Couldn't, couldn't the channels all get together? I mean, of course, you know how they all talk to each other so much around audio description. Uh-huh. Surely yep. we could get them all together to agree on that. That <sighs> would be fine. Yes. <sighs> Never happen. Uh, listen, stick around. More to come. This is Double Tap on AMI Audio. Call the Double Tappers now, 1-877-803-4567, or email us, feedback at doubletaponair.com. Now, I should point out the next email I've taken notes on, um, because Dave, let's just say Dave has a lot of questions. Hello, Stephen and Sean. First time writing, been listening for about six months, love the show, you guys are great. Thank you. I have a question, but first, a thank you. Stephen, thanks for the Twitter demo. Ever since the third-party apps were cut off, I've not had access to Twitter, and when I used the website, I didn't like the experience. Your app use was great. The question, in Windows 10, where do you get the Twitter app? My computer doesn't have it. To Sean, what phone do you use and what OS is on it? If you're Android, how do you handle things like cut, copy and paste? These next are to both of you. Is there any way to get a Mac probably a mini, on a budget or payment arrangement. I'd like to get some Mac experience. Regarding Braille, guys, I can't take UEB Braille. I feel like I'm too old, too set in what I know to learn it. (laughs) Do either of you have this problem? Yes. I can't read it. It's quite frustrating and I know it's not going away. This might contradict the above, but I'm looking for recommendations for a Braille display. Again, budget or payment plan a plus. I'd like to use it with my PC and my phone, maybe tablet. The latter two are Android. Sorry, Stephen, not an iPhone user here. Oh, dear. I'm not sure about echolocation. I don't know if I could do it, but I am interested in knowing more. About mobility instructors, there's, as you know, good and bad ones. A great one I had in high school. He'd familiarise me with an area downtown, then I'd get dropped off at a point in said area with an objective to get to another point and complete a task, and then get back to the car. I was, of course, being shadowed, but I had to determine my location, determine the location of the target building, then get there and get the task done. I think tasks like this have really helped me, and I wish more did that. I did have some bad ones. They were abrasive and not very communicative. The difference between the two types, especially if you're travelling, is profound. You get nervous or tense with the latter, and are confident with the former. 
At least that's how I think of things. Okay, I have to ask, what are both of you's favourite drinks? Have you done or know of a demo of using the Bitwarden password manager? Can you guys recommend (laughs) earbuds? I keep getting these in earbuds, which I like the idea of, but I don't have a single one. They fall out of my ears or are battered around by the cats. Three separate pairs of them. One are Galaxy Buds, and I have none of them. I'd prefer something with decent battery life. Bluetooth Plus, again, for Windows PC and Android devices. Taking notes, Sean? I forgot. I'm also seeking recommendations for a Bluetooth wireless keyboard for my phone or tablet. I'd ideally like it to be able to pair with multiple devices and have long battery life. I heard on your show about folding keyboards. I don't know if I like that idea. I will primarily have this keyboard in my travel bag when not in use. If it's got a number pad, that's a plus, but not necessary. Lastly, do you know of anything for pet tracking? I'm aware of the Apple and Google offerings, but these don't seem to have a lot of range. I'd be wanting something I can put on my cat's collars, ideally, and get them if they go out of the area. Thanks. Sorry for the novel. Keep up the great show. Dave. Wow. Thank you, Dave. Uh, we appreciate the email and the listen. And don't be a stranger, but I have, I've totally forgotten what every question... That's all right. Steven. We'll go through it bit by bit. It's fine. Oh, wow. Um, so You're taking notes. Well, listen, I thank you first off for the email. I appreciate that. That feels like that's a pent up email. It does. Of questions. Yeah. It's like he's been going through this and building this list for some time. <laughs> I'm actually quite impressed that you remembered <laughs> to put all this stuff in. Um okay, so let's uh, let's go through this. Um so he started off asking about the or mentioning the Twitter demo. Thank you for that. Yeah, we we really enjoyed doing that. And where is the app? Uh, the app, well, didn't we have to download the... We had to download the web app from the Microsoft Store because I think on Windows 10, there is a version of it, or at least there was. We tended to find it was different on each machine. Some machines had it, some didn't. We had Mr. Robin Christopherson came on and showed us it, and he just brought it up from the start menu. It was, like, built into Windows. I tried it. It was gone. Yeah, me too. Admittedly, it was a few months after, and it, it disappeared. So, but I mean, the keyboard shortcuts and the accessibility shortcuts work if you just go to the website and sign in, right? Mm. So, I mean, the, the the demo that you did works there. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, this what I'm showing you is really just a web app, but that can work. It's not an app in itself, and I think that's the important thing to know, Dave. It's not an app you have to go and download, although you can get the WAP version of it, which is just basically the, the website itself with all the you know extraneous stuff in the browser stripped out. Um, or you can just go to our browser, go to Edge or go to whatever you're using and just, you know, put, put in Twitter.com and go to where you need to go and everything will work. And it doesn't matter what machine you're on, what browser you're on, the same commands will apply. Um, there we go. So that should help. Now, interestingly, he asked you about uh, Android and how you handle oh. things like cut, copy and paste. Um, how do you do that, Stephen? I think we may have answered this already on yesterday. yesterday's show. Yes, we In did. fact, with an even better demo than we could do, because we had Nimmer on, from, well, we didn't have him on, but he was featured in a video that we posted a link to on social media showing you how you can use the new copy, cut, and paste features. Uh, so perfect timing on that one, Dave. So if you've not heard that episode yet, you definitely want to go back and listen. Um, That's TalkBack 13.1, by the yeah. way. So make sure you're running the latest updates on your Android device. In the Actions um, uh, option you now have, so swiping right or left with three fingers will take you through the various options. There is Actions now, and you can cut, copy, move to start of the edit field or the uh, the end and things like that. So you'll find it there, I think. You remembered all that. Well done. I know. It's incredible. I use a iPhone, by the way. Um, I have an Android as well. Pixel. Five doesn't use it. I I don't use it very often. No, no. I like to bring my Pixel out and charge it during the I/O event just to feel like it's you know part of yeah. You know, it's just like bring it out, give it some love, put it away. Yeah. Oof. Moving on. I'm saying Uh, nothing. The next. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the next the next question is to both of us. Uh, Is there any way to get a Mac, probably a Mini, on a budget or payment arrangement? I'd like to get some Mac experience. Uh, I think you know the answer to this one, Sean Priest. Do I? Mm-hmm. Well, from you? Yes. Wait no. till Stephen gets bored of it and uh, <laughs> sell it at a ridiculously reduced price. I don't know the answer to this one. Yes, what you are do. you thinking? I think you will know exactly. The the only route that you go down these days, and you love it. Uh, um, uh, Amazon Easy Pay. Yes. Course. Yes, 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 yes. Five easy payments. Uh, I'm, that's QVC. QVC I know, it's just like <laughs> five easy pays of X, Y, Z. Yes. Uh, um, 
you can, you can check out any deals like that. Uh, PayPal do a, a credit thing as well, but it, it's up to you if you want to go down that route. Also, you can check out various organisations near you. Check out some visually impaired organisations, see if there's any grants available or if there's any refurbished or shared, you know, secondhand Macs out there if you just want to test it out. Um, so get in touch with your local visual uh, impaired organisations. Okay, so a little hint here around Amazon, right? You can do one of two things. You can buy it and then you can, uh, if you do it on the easy pay, it means you'll only pay a fifth of the price up front. Uh, get it for 30 days. If you don't want it, you can send it back. If you do the same thing around the holidays, you get a longer return. So oh. you can have it for like a month and a half, two months almost. Oh. So. You? You're like Al Capone. Look at these. Look at these workarounds. Amazing. We used to do it. Uh, Braille UEB. Uh, listen, I'm struggling with regular SEB, standard English. Um, never mind UEB. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's something I'm kind of conscious of, especially in my training, because the training I'm doing is teaching me standard English. So it's not even teaching me UEB. Is it? Yeah. That's yeah. not allowed, isn't it? Aren't, don't they so get sent the to law? prison? I think am, so. I, am I going to end up in prison? It's against oh. the Braille police. It's okay. got to be UEB. Oh. Oh well. Oh. The, the upside is that the prison in in Brailland is is great. It's very accessible. <laughs> Everything's in Braille. The only downside is if you haven't quite managed to finish the course, you don't know where anything is. <sighs> Next question. Uh, getting uh, a, a Braille, Braille display. display again. Budget or payment plan a plus. Well, Humanware do uh, payment plans. In fact, there's a plan they do called Divide By, which you can divide into. I think it's three, six, or twelve month plan. Twelve. Yes, always 12. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's a 24 option. Um, but yeah, you can do it that way, which means you can split the payments and you're not paying any interest on top of that, which is good. Uh, I think other companies will do similar. I'm not sure about CNIB or Frontier in, in Canada, uh, but I know that certainly Humanware directly do that. Uh, Orbit, they don't offer any payment plans as yet, but they are, I would guess, on the more budget side. You can certainly pick up a Braille display for about $700, which is... You know, still a lot of money, but, you know, it might be a little bit easier. Um, again, maybe if you're, I, I don't really like to suggest these things to people, but, you know, credit cards are always a good option, but, you know, you've <gasps> got to watch with those because you can end up in debt, right? You don't necessarily want that. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's, I guess, one of the ways to do that. Favourite drinks. That's That was a, a came oh, out of the curveball, wasn't out it? Of the that's, blue strawberry daiquiri. Yeah, iron brew. I'm Scottish. Oh, dear. Are you a beer man, Stephen? Mm-mm. No, nor me. No. Tastes like dishwater. Oh, it's funny. No. I, 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 in, I, this is no joke, right? In a Scottish hospital, if you go in to see a doctor, you go to a hospital, and they'll, they'll ask you the question, not do you drink, but they always ask how much do you drink? Yes. There's an implied, yes. you're clearly an alcoholic because you live in Scotland. So how much do you drink? That's what they ask you. And when you say you don't, hmm. they don't believe you. It's a disgrace. I said to them once, I have a bottle of Jack Daniels in my cupboard and I've barely drunk the neck. Oh. And that was and that was bought that was given to me in twenty fourteen. <laughs> that does that answer your question, guys? I, Fair and enough. I remember and I remember once saying to the doctor, instead I think my biggest problem is not so much around um weight, but more uh, in terms of intake is coffee. I drink a lot of coffee. And the doctor yes. says I'm on my 12th. It's not the issue. I was like, okay, fine. I intake a lot of fried chicken. Oh, yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, Found it. Yeah, that's the issue. Uh, have we ever done a demo of the uh, Bitwarden Password Manager? No, we no, haven't. I, no. I don't know of that one. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I've heard of a I've, few of these, but not that one in particular. I moved you you away did from the Dropbox one, didn't you? Dropbox Manager, but I moved away from that. It seemed to become inaccessible um. although i haven't tried it in months and months so that maybe it's fine now i've just gone back to uh, keychain and now that you can use keychain in windows by use of uh, the icloud app and an extension for edge and chrome i use that and it works really well and is uh, accessible there's a couple of sticky moments but you just got to tab around and get back into it so but it doesn't it's not available for android and um so that may be an issue Okay. Um, earbuds. Well, this is always an interesting one. Ooh. He says, I keep getting these ones where they, where they keep falling out my ears or they're battered around by the cats. There's nothing you can do about that, though. They are, by their very nature, very losable. Just get rid I mean... of the cats. Solve that problem. <laughs> <laughs> at, least you'd find the, at least you'd find your earbuds, right? 
Um, I'll be honest, I have found some of the cheaper sets, like really cheap sets, yeah, $18. I actually use them for, I, can, maybe, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, I use them for Double Tap TV. That's how I, I hear what Mr. Afalalalalo is saying to me. No. That's why if you ever think, Stephen's not heard a word that guy's just said, <laughs> and he's just <laughs> <all> gone off <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> ranted on his own uh, now you know why but no I use them all the time and and it's so interesting I bought them charged them up USB-C in the base beautiful so you know charged them up and I've never charged them since they still work they just wow. go on and on and on it's amazing uh, and you know what was really interesting was the other day I dropped them and whenever I drop my AirPods every time I drop the AirPods they fly out of the case yes. these things didn't fall out Oh, I actually, because they weigh picked, a ton. I picked them up and I dropped them again just to see, and it didn't do it. Oh, so, you're brave. $18. Always have be my eyes handy when you're wearing your earbuds outside, yeah. just in case they drop out and you need help to locate them again. But there's that, I just get earbud um, anxiety whenever I wear them outside. Mm. I, I mean, I think the answer is don't. I just use mine inside. Um, I, that's not true. I use the AirPod, AirPods Pro, actually, when I'm out because they just feel really secure in my ears. So I guess that's one thing. But, you know, I think it's the case if you're really having that much trouble, then move away from earbuds and go for something like the Aftershocks or, you know, just real over-the-head headphones. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was going to say, can we even mention the Bose ones anymore? But they still sell the... They do still sell them, right? But it's just the newer versions they sell. The, the Bose. Oh, the, you mean the glasses? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's another the, option. Yeah. Well, what are they called now? They did Tempo or was that the early ones? Oh, I can't remember. There's just different ones. Soprano. Yes. Take a look at the Bose. But they, I mean, what they're quite. Coffee? Thank you. They're quite. <laughs> Tony, they're, they're quite expensive um, <laughs> for what they are, but they, they do work well. Um, so, and if you're losing three pairs of earbuds, then maybe it is actually yeah, worth the money. Might, yeah, it might be. Yeah, uh, Bluetooth wireless keyboard recommendation. Uh, well, you know me; it's always going to be the same. Same Over one you've you. got: Logitech K380. That's the keyboard. If you want numpad, um, then I would personally recommend the Matthias or Matthias M A T I A S folding keyboard. I've mentioned it before. It's the only one they do, and it's a full-size keyboard. A really nice keyboard. Remember I showed you? You were kind of fairly impressed by it. It is a bit no, big. No, I wasn't impressed. No. Liar. I you were quite funny. impressed, but yes, I you was were. Right. All right, sorry. I recommend the Logitech K780, because that has a separate number pad, um, but doesn't have the other, like the page up, page down. It's separate still, number pad. It has a separate number pad. As opposed to what? What? Uh, What's uh, is it attached to the keyboard? Well, if you use a laptop-style one, then it's part of the JKL and OPI. Uh, yeah, no, I, I said that wrong. It does have a number pad. Well done. Um, <laughs> but if you want the top, top one, in my opinion, it's that MX Keys. I am loving this mm, keyboard. That's, that's it's amazing so nice. keyboard. Yeah. And uh, do you know what oh, it, it allows you to attach, sorry, the Logitech keyboards, by the way, all of those mentioned allows you to attach to three devices, and it's easy oh, to yeah, switch yeah. between them. Um. Lastly, pet tracking. Uh, I don't know about this. I, I'd be very I, wary around this. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, so I, I was thinking immediately when I, when the air tags came along, I thought, oh, I'm going to get one of those and put it in a dog collar for, for my dog in case he goes missing. And then lots of people online will like, do not do this. And then I don't think Apple ever really came out with an answer to this. Maybe they did, but it was if it was, it was like basically don't do it. I think Apple did actually say, did they, don't did use they this for out? pet tracking. But I have no idea why. Is it, I mean, is the RF signals dangerous? I mean, I'd I think, have thought I so. Think it's, I think it's more a case of they don't want something to happen to an animal and then they get blamed for it. I don't think there's anything actually wrong. I think it's more just a case of they're concerned that something happens, you know, that they haven't, you know, maybe not, they've not foreseen in this I don't see why, though. I, I mean, I would be, I, I'm kind of tempted. I don't have air tags at all. But if I did get a pack, you know, you get those um, three for $100 or whatever it is. Yeah. I would be kind of tempted to put one on the dog's collar. But Apple saying don't, so I don't know. But there are plenty out there. If you do an online search for uh, pet GPS trackers, you will find some out there. But personally, I've never used one, so I don't know. But you know what? The issue with those ones is that they all rely on Bluetooth. So they only work within your phone's radius of, of connection. So if, if the dog runs out the gate, that's it. It's gone. 
You're never going to be able to track it again. The joy of the AirTag is the signal from the AirTag is bouncing off every iPhone. And actually, uh, now every Android phone as well would appear. Yes, um, Google Find My is... Feature, is yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, but I, I think, as I said, there are specific pet GPS, which I'm not sure how long... The, the battery life is a problem if it's got its own GPS pinger built in. <laughs> That's the technical term. So I don't know how long they last or how good they are, because as I said, I haven't used one. But I think there's plenty of options. I would be really interested if anyone has used any AirTags or anything like that, tile, track... <gasps> Tracker. Can you imagine I could That's buy, like, imagine if Apple came out and said it was okay to do it, and then I could get, like, a, a an Apple dog collar? Oh, that oh. would be so cool. You, you would be so happy, wouldn't you? You're missing the, a like, trick there, Apple. A dog walking down the street with an Apple logo around its neck. <laughs> Best dog ever. <laughs> Best dog. I'd get an Android cat just to uh, just to annoy you. Just to bark at it. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. Meow at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> He's not a vet. <laughs> David Attenborough, I am not. There are some whales making noises like dolphins or whatever uh, it is they do. Um, right. Eating Twixes. Uh, was but I, anyway, was there uh, any yeah, more questions? Oh, oh, there was plenty more questions, but not, not, from, not from Dave. That was covering Thank you, Dave's Dave. question. Thank you, Dave. I Kept appreciate us on our feet there. I want to give final word to Rebecca, who got back in touch with us, following up on issues she's been having with Audible. I have continued a thread with Audible, explaining that I can't download one of their titles using my web browser. Here is their latest response, even though I've indicated multiple times that I am totally blind. When placing the mouse over the download option, the first option is to download the book in single parts. The other parts are available under that option. Each part will be numbered. Is Audible really taking the visually impaired community seriously anymore? I love their content, but not their website. Libro.fm is easier to navigate, but they do not have extra content. I'm not sure if my frustration is justified or not, since I can download titles using my iPhone and the Android app on the Windows subsystem for Android. I'm referring to Microsoft's attempt at letting users run Android apps on Windows. This isn't the ideal option. Rebecca. Hmm. Yeah, you have problems there. Did Rebecca try your solution of the uh, manager for Windows? No, do you know what I think I'll do? I think next week we'll do a demo of that Audible Sync app and how I have been downloading books and putting them onto the Victor Reader. And I will um, check out the website. I haven't used the website in the longest time, but I will check out and see what the download options are. But yeah, I mean, it's it's so annoying when they respond in just obviously a cut and pasted uh, script there. Yeah. You know, you hold your mace, but you're not listening to what I'm saying. It, it's, yeah, so frustrating. I totally get that. And again, this is where, you know, companies like Google, uh, Microsoft, there's others as well now that have been adding themselves onto the Be My Eyes app. They understand that they're connecting to someone who's blind. When you call through, yes, that's who you're getting through to. And that's brilliant, you know, and it's kind of mm-hmm. odd that Amazon haven't jumped on that. They do have an accessibility department. They do have a team. So, you know, couldn't they put some investment into... Just having a couple of people on, you know, available on Be My Eyes or something, you know, just so that, because I think that's the great thing about the the whole Be My Eyes solution. You know, when you're connecting via that app, the person is blind. Yeah, exactly. Which is brilliant, you know. I I gotta say, it's a bit hit and miss. I had customer, uh, Amazon customer support when one of the programs on Amazon Prime wasn't, well, audio description was there, but there was no show audio with it. I got in contact and within a month it was fixed and they were really receptive. Yeah, other times it's just like talking to a brick wall. So, yeah. you know, it's hit and miss. Interesting stuff. Uh, okay, so look, we're uh, out of time almost for today. Thank you so much for all the emails and keep them coming. Feedback at doubletaponair.com is our email address. You can call us one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. Quick reminder about our show at the weekend. You know, it's interesting because at first our intention was to make this, you know, a kind of best of the week. But we are going to be having some conversation in there. So, you know, don't just think it's a clip show. That's not really what it is. We're going to be having a bit of a chat over the week. And any news or anything else that we can add into that conversation that kind of fills out some of the stories we've begun during the week, we will wrap up on the show. So if you've maybe thinking of holding away from it and thinking, ah, yeah, it's just a best of. It's okay. not. I give promise you. It's more. Give it a chance. Yeah, give, give a chance. Give Double Tap a chance. <laughs> Your money back is not guaranteed. <laughs> but, you know, at least the offer was there. The thought was there. <sighs> yes. So Double Tap Express is on tomorrow. Uh, you can uh, check it out. Uh, on the podcast, the usual time, usual time on AMI Audio at 12 noon Eastern, as we are here every single day. 
I think we'll even repeat it on a Sunday as well. Hello, Sunday people. Hello, uh, Sunday. So I don't think this is on a Sunday. That was maybe silly. But anyway, oh. uh, yes, lots of interesting stuff coming up uh, on the weekend. We'll be looking back and also looking forward, forward. because it's a busy week next week, Sean. Mopping we, up prepared that for this. gravy. No, I'm not. What are we doing next week? Oh, we've got lots on. But you're going to have to listen in tomorrow oh. to find out. What a cliffhanger. I'm going to tell you we have got some big news next week. Now, Ooh. I'm saying that without knowing anything about what this big news is. <laughs> but I've been told big news is coming. Okay, we're fired. I actually... <laughs> that's not big news. That's expected news. Oh, yeah. I think there's Sorry. a difference. Um, but no, I, I'm quite excited about next week because of one particular thing. Global Accessibility Awareness Day is next week. And that is usually... Usually you hear some big announcements. And I have, I have hopes... Oh, and yes, we'll talk I know. About this tomorrow, yes. but I have some hopes Shh. about what may Shh. be coming out yeah. as a result Shh. of that. Well, we'll see. We'll Shh. see. Can't say. Shh. Can't say anything yet. Because we don't know anything Because we yet, know but... nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing unusual. Yeah. Uh, but that is it for today. Um, thank you, as always, Sean. Uh, we will be back, as I say, uh, tomorrow for Double Time Express. You. Back on Monday. No, thank you. No, it's, no, it's, thank honestly, you. it's wonderful. It's, I think, oh, what a great I think week. It's, it's just been so good, hasn't it? Oh, God. We're so, aren't we? We're so together. This is lovely. You're my friend. I can hear music yeah that's it it's not love boat you're all right it's fine everything's fine i love how you say i can hear music as if you're not supposed to hear music oh by the way i just found out the uh, app we were talking about ellen mentioned it to me on twitter Quickly. the alternative to soundscape dot walker dot walker check it out and let us know how you yeah. get on i'm going to check it out right now what right now well you know 30 seconds on this movie okay. finishes here right, here we go uh, feedback at doubletaponair.com 1-877-803-4567 across social media at Double Tap on Air and at Double Tap on Mastodon we are back tomorrow for Double Tap Express if you tune in great if not have a great weekend and we'll catch Aww. you Monday Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.